You're listening to Brains On, where we're serious about being curious. Brains On is supported in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation. I am really looking forward to taping this episode with Ezra. A whole episode about worms? Yes, please. Anyway, gotta go get the studio ready. Ezra should be here any minute. Meanwhile, at Ezra's house... Mom, I gotta go. I don't want to be late for the taping. I can't believe I get to visit Brains On headquarters. I hope I see Gungador in the hallway. Ooh, or maybe we can take a detour through the hollow slides. I hear there are the kind of slides you can ride down as well as slide whistles. Honey, can you get the door? Okay, but I gotta go. Uh, hello? Weird. No one is here. Down here, tall human. A worm? How did you ring the... Greetings, friend. I am Sir Wormus, earthworm adventurer extraordinaire. Today I embark on a quest for the Golden Worm. I have my helmet and cloak and my magic worm book. The only thing I lack is a trusty companion to quest with me. And to carry the book, since I have no arms. You look adventurous and arm-having. I do have arms. And I have a little bit of time before I I have to record with Molly at Brains on headquarters. Hey, Mom, there's a worm on the front step, and he wants me to go on a quest with him. Can I go? I give you my word, tall human's mother, that no misfortune will befall your offspring. This worm does have a very shiny helmet. Hmm, seems trustworthy. Okay, Ezra, I'll call Molly and let her know you're running a little late. She won't mind. A worm quest can only improve the quality of the episode, I'm sure. Cool. Thanks, Mom. Let's go, Sir Wormus. You're listening to Brains On from APM Studios. I'm Molly Bloom, and my co-host today is still not here. Oh, hello? Oh, hi, Joanne. Uh, what's, what's that you say? Uh, the reception isn't great. Ezra... He had to go on... He's meeting a guest? With a perm? Uh, oh, I lost her. Well, I guess he's delayed a bit. I'll just make sure we have all our listener questions ready for the episode. Here we go. My name is Emerson from Medford, New Jersey, and my question is, do worms communicate with each other? Hi, I'm Louisa. I live in Chicago, Illinois, and my question is, do worms sleep Hi, my name is Esme from Bedford, Massachusetts, and my question is, why do worms come out when it rains only? My name is Anna Jane from Maryland, and my question is, how do worms regrow when they have been torn in half? Hi, my name is Anne from Seattle. My question is, how do worms seek? My name is Nora. And my name is Elise. We're from Ashland, Wisconsin. Our question is, how do worms eat and how do they poop? Oh, those are such great questions. I wonder how Ezra's perm is going. So, Sir Wormos, what's this quest about anyway? Long ago, the Golden Worm was created by the powerful wizard Wobblestone to help aid wormkind in keeping the planet's soil nice and healthy. He enchanted it to bestow endless delicious compost on the worthy adventurer who can seek it out. 
I've been studying Wizard Wobblestone's journals with our most learned bookworms, and we have solved the many riddles and clues within. The golden worm is hidden deep within the caves of mud. Sounds squishy. The journey will be long, the challenge is mighty, and the mud plentiful. But fear not, we are prepared to face the dangers. Here, take this book with your handy human hands. This is the Tome of Worms, an enchanted book that contains all the earthwormly knowledge of Emma Sherlock, worm expert at the Natural History Museum in London. I can tell you everything you need to know about earthworms. Just don't flip my pages too fast. It tickles. Well, since you mention it, I've been dying to know. Do worms sleep? Ah, now earthworms don't sleep quite like we would, in fact. Um, one of the most common earthworms is called the nightcrawler because actually it's really active during the nighttime and comes to the surface. But also earthworms will uh, go to sleep or, or kind of hibernate when conditions aren't too right. So actually if it's too cold or too hot and dry, earthworms will then curl up into a ball, cover themselves in like a mucus blanket, and then we'll sleep out that whole time. So rather than doing day and night sleeping like we would, they might sleep for a certain number of months till things are, are nice for them again. Wow, the tome knows all. The perfect companion on our quest. Oh dear, young Ezra. Prepare yourself. It's starting to rain. And here come the worms. But how? Why? <sighs> Alas, the vibrations of the rain bring them up from underground. This may get awkward. I have a lot of fans. Sir Wormus! Sir Wormus! Are you on a quest? Tell us the story of your adventures. Tell us the one about the bird. Bird? What bird? <sighs> a harrowing tale. It was long ago when I was only Squire Wormus. I was traveling to Castle Wormalot on a beautiful sunny day when out of nowhere a dark shadow passed overhead. Suddenly there was a great fluttering of feathers and I found myself in the beak of a monstrous bird. One hundred times bigger than me and ready to make me its lunch. <gasps> what did you do? I wriggled and squiggled and jiggled with all my might and suddenly I squirmed free. I dove under the ground and tunneled as fast as I could go. I heard the bird above me. Wait a second. Heard? Do you have ears? I can't see them under your helmet. Excellent question, my friend. I don't have ears like you do, or eyes for that matter, but I can sense vibrations through the ground that tell me when a friend or foe is near. Anyway, I got away from the bird, but I was nearly bitten in half. Yikes. If you were bitten in half, would that make two Sir Wormuses? I try not to think about that. But the Tome of Worms, with all the knowledge possessed by worm expert Emma Sherlock, will surely know the answer. I'm afraid it wouldn't make two Sir Wormuses, but it could be very, very useful for Sir Wormus because actually if the worm gets cut in half, the tail end of the worm won't form another worm, but it can twitch for quite a while afterwards and it makes the bird think that that's okay to go for, so they'll go for this tail end, whereas wormers can then escape and then happily regrow another tail. It takes a little while, but, but they can easily regrow a tail. In fact, sometimes they drop their own tails just for that purpose. A grim tail indeed. Ha! 
See what I did there? Tail. Yes. Okay. We must continue our journey. Farewell, friends. Good luck. Bye, Bye Sir Wormus. We love you. Meanwhile, at Brains on headquarters. Hmm. I wonder what's taking Ezra so long. Maybe I should try giving him a call. Hi. You reached Ezra's phone. I met Sir Wormus on a quest for the Golden Worm, and I might be underground and stuff. So leave a message and I'll call you right back. Wait. A quest with a worm, not a guest with a perm. Oh, that makes way more sense. Well, I guess this gives me more time to check the audio files. Ooh, let's listen to this one. We asked listeners to tell us what they would name a worm, and I could literally listen to these worm names all day. I would name a worm Jeffy Ariel. I would name mine Slimy because worms are slimy, or Stripey because they have stripes. Professor... Squiggles, Earth Eater, Marshall, Wormby, Wormy, Wormy, Yo Worm, Squirmy Wormy. And if I had a pet worm, I would name him Mr. Diggs. I think the best name for a worm is definitely Mr. Buttersocks. I would definitely name it Sausage because our family always names our pets after food and worms kind of look like little um any sausages. If I had a pet worm, it would be called Wayne the Worm. Wayne the Worm is my new ringtone. I love it so much. I can't wait to play it for Ezra when he gets here, which should be any minute. So keep listening. Also, big thanks to Isaac, Charlotte, Bradley, Robert, Hannah, Grace, Lucia, Sophie, Sylvie, Lulu, Addie, Aya, Ellis, Caden, Sam, Yusuf, Micah, and Ellie for those great name ideas. If you love the earth as much as an earthworm loves the earth, then we've got the books for you. That's right. Mark, Sandin, and I wrote two new books all about our home planet. One is a picture book called Earth Friend Forever. It's about Earth writing a letter to its longtime pals, us humans. Find out what happens when Earth asks us for a favor. Our other book is called Road Trip Earth. It follows me, Mark, and Sandin as we go on an epic Earth venture through the core of the planet, all around the oceans, across the land, and even up into the stratosphere. Both books are available now. Just go to brainson.org slash books to get your copies. And while you're at our website, you can also send us drawings of the worm quest, mystery sounds, or questions like this one. Hello, my name is Philip, and my question is, how do eyebrows move? You can find the answer to that one on our new podcast, Moment of Um. Be sure to check it out. It's a short burst of awesome information every weekday. And be sure to keep listening past our credits for the latest group to join the Brains Honor Roll. That's coming up. Stay tuned. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. 
You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. This is Brains On. I'm Molly, and our co-host Ezra is... Oh, it's Ezra calling. Ezra? Hi, Molly. The reception isn't great, but I just wanted to let you know this is taking a little longer than I anticipated. Oh, no worries. It's really amazing to go... Ezra? Ezra? At this very moment, our heroes, Ezra and Sir Wormus, are passing through a thick forest of trees. Molly? Molly? Oops, I think I lost her. Oh, yes, my cell phone gets terrible service here. There's no worm either. Well, my phone may not be working, but Sir Wormus, my ears are great, and I think someone's following us. I hear rustling in those bushes over there. Halt! Who goes there? Oh, it's a squirrel. Sir Wormus! I heard you were going on a quest to find the golden worm and get that sweet, sweet, endless compost. Indeed. The mighty Ezra and I are on our way to the Caves of Mud. Well, I'm all for more compost because that means more trees and more acorns. So I've got some advice for you both. Beware the fearsome sludge monster that guards the golden worm. He will ask you to solve his mystery sound riddle to prove your worth. Uh Uh-oh, I wonder what the mystery sound will be. Lucky for you, last week I happened to be climbing in a tree just above the caves of mud, and I heard the sludge monster muttering to himself. He kept making the mystery sound and wondering why nobody had ever solved it. He seemed glum. What did it sound like? I'd be happy to tell you, but I need you to do me a favor first. A side quest. What do you think, Ezra? Sure, why not? I've really been craving something good to chew on. My teeth keep on growing and growing, and I I gotta chomp on stuff every day to keep them from getting out of control. I was hoping you could find me a a really good branch or something. Hey, Sir Wormus. Since you sense vibrations so well, how about you climb onto some branches and I'll tap on them. And you can tell me which one sounds like a nice, tough one for chewing. Wonderful idea. Mm. No, too soft. That one's too dry. That one's no good. No idea what that one was. That's it. That one sounds delectable. Give it a nibble, squirrel friend, and see what you think. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. (laughs) Thank you so much. My teeth feel better already. Okay, so... When I heard the sludge monster muttering his mystery sound the other day, it sounded like this. Ezra, what do you think that might be? Dragging something in a crowded area? Well, we shall see when we find the sludge monster's lair. We must press onwards, Ezra. We're almost out of the forest, and the caves of mud lie ahead. I didn't realize how much of a quest was just walking through the woods. Pleasant, isn't it? Yeah, lots of time to chat. You know, I've been wondering, why are earthworms pink? Not brown or blue or yellow. 
And why are you kind of slippery and slimy? I have no idea. Tome, can you help my squire, Ezra? Well, actually, they can be blue or green or all sorts of colors. In fact, in the Philippines, there's an earthworm that's bright blue that then has white patches with yellow circles in the middle. We call it the fried egg worm. And earthworms breathe through their skin. They don't have lungs like we do. So actually they have to keep very moist to be able to absorb the oxygen into their into their bodies. So that's why they've always covered with um, a sort of slimy kind of mucusy stuff. And that's why if you do see earthworms stranded on pavements, it's really nice to help them get back into the soil because you don't want earthworms drying out. I promise I'll try to scoot any worms I see on the sidewalk into some nice dirt. Hey look, Sir Wormus, up ahead, it's the Caves of Mud. I don't see an opening though. How do we get in? Ah, this was in the Wizard Wobblestone's journals. There's a giant boulder across the entrance. How do worms deal with big obstacles? I wish I could help move this boulder. But you can. Tome of Worms, bestow the strength of a baby worm upon Ezra. How would that help me? Wow, I feel so strong. When worms first hatch, they can push up to 500 times their body weight. Not like your puny human babies. I'm as strong as a baby worm. Proportionately, let me at the boulder. <laughs> There we go. Easy peasy. The caves of mud are open. Hmm, it looks pretty slippery in there. How do I get through all that goop? Do I need special shoes or something? Never fear, my friend. The enchanted tome of worms will help you with that. Flip to the page on how worms squirm, and you will be given the ability to travel through mud with the greatest of ease, just like me. Hmm, let's see. Worm etiquette, worm dancing, worm jokes... Ah, here we go, worm travel. Well, earthworms have two sets of muscles in their body. They're actually very, very muscular. So they can use those by contracting ones and elongating the others to then kind of inch their way through the soil, aided by the fact that if you look at earthworms really carefully, they've got little bristles. So as one set of muscles allow them to stretch forward, they can anchor these bristles into their burrows and then go forward again with the next set of muscles. And actually, that's how they just kind of move their way along. Whoa, I'm worming and squirming all over the place. This is so cool. Onward we go to the deepest cave where the golden worm is hidden. We made it. The deepest cave. And there's the golden worm on a pedestal, just like you said it would be. Halt! Who dares enter the Golden Worm's domain? It is I, Sir Wormus. And me, Ezra. Uh, I guess that's the sludge monster? I am the guardian of the Golden Worm, the fearsome creature also known as Eric. Anyone who wishes to win the Golden Worm must first answer the riddle of the mystery sound. Here it is. I'm kind of sticking with my main guess, but I'm also thinking it's like a bunch of worms in a, like a compost bin or something. 
This is made by humans, not worms. A bag of chips? What in nature could be making that noise? Leaves. Good, good. And what could someone be doing to leaves to make that sound? Stepping on them. Hmm. Let me check with my source. Hi, my name is Troy and I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. That was the sound of me picking up and crumpling leaves. I like to crumple leaves because it, the sound is very satisfying. Stepping? Crumpling? Close enough for me! You have solved my riddle! I finally get to think of a new one! Thank you! I present to you a golden word. We did it, Sir Wormus! I couldn't have completed the quest without you, my friend. Let us hurry back to Castle Wormalot and celebrate. Actually, can I take a rain check? I gotta run. I'm gonna be late for a brains on taping. Oh, but of course, my dear Ezra. As a token of my gratitude for your help on this quest, please take the Tome of Worms with you. Really? For me? I know you will show the world how noble we worms can be. I will, Sir Wormus. I will do you proud. Goodbye. Goodbye, my friend. Now, let's get this party started! Anyone want to see me do the worm? It's literally the only dance move I can do. Hi, Molly. Sorry I'm late, but I learned so much about worms today. That's incredibly serendipitous that you should have a worm quest on the day of our taping of this episode about worms. Amazing! And the best part? I was gifted the enchanted tome of worms by my dear friend Sir Wormus. And the whole adventure is recorded right here. The perks of having a magical worm book. I cannot wait to hear it. Worms don't sleep like we do, but they go into a kind of hibernation when the conditions aren't right for them. When it rains, worms come up because they hear the vibration of the raindrops on the ground. When an earthworm is split in half, it doesn't become two new worms, but the half with the head can grow a new tail. Worms are very muscular and have little bristles that help them dig into the ground so they can inch along. And I still have the strength of a baby worm. Watch. Impressive, Ezra. You can put the table down now. This episode of Brains On was produced by Mark Sanchez, Sandin Totten, Molly Bloom, Manica Wilhelm, Ruby Guthrie, and our fellow Anna Goldfield. We had production help from Anna Weggle, engineering help from Joanne Griffith and Johnny Vincevens. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman, and the executives in charge of APM Studios are Lily Kim, Alex Schaffert, and Joanne Griffith. Many special thanks to Naomi Martitius, Grant Miller, and Rosie DuPont. Brains On is a non-profit public radio program. You can support the show by buying our books, donating, or telling your friends about us. Head to brainson.org for more. And if you want to hear the answer to the question, what are eyebrows for? It's waiting for you right now over at the Moment of Um podcast. This list of names gets an excited eyebrow raise out of me.
It's the Brains Honor Roll. These are the incredible kids who keep us going with their drawings, high fives, mystery sounds, and questions. Eleanor and Eliza from Indianapolis, Anya from Gauteng, Germany, Gemma from Canberra, Australia, Kessler from London, Ontario, Sophie, Stephen, and Ramona from St. Louis, Missouri, Colin from Chicago, Isidro and Itzel from Portland, Oregon, Caitlin and Emma from Bella Vista, Arkansas, Layla Kinsley and Lakin from Kenosha, Wisconsin, Alden from Pleasant Grove, Utah, Alexis from London, England, Elliot from Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, Alana from Sunnyvale, California, Liam from Austin, Texas, Yitzi from Northbrook, Illinois, Ellie from Washington, D.C., Rooney from Fishers, Indiana, Charlotte Bradley and Robert from Costa Mesa, California, Lucas from Durham, England, Will from Santa Rosa, California, Sophie from Safety Harbor, Florida, Carter from Seattle, Mina from Sydney, Australia, Chloe from Sydney, Australia, Lily and Natalie from Harmony, Minnesota, Sophie from Minneapolis, Briar and Kennedy from Invergrove Heights, Minnesota, Kevin from McQuan, Wisconsin, Kayla from Australia, Sebastian from Huntsville, Texas, Jihoon and Hannah from Seattle, Ronan from Petaluma, California, Campbell and Tegan from Springfield, Pennsylvania, James from Ellicott City, Maryland, Dean from Phoenix, Yola and Saren from Edinburgh. Burris, Scotland, Mina from Ann Arbor, Michigan, Rowan, Nuala, and Ashin from Raleigh, North Carolina, Josie from Charlotte, North Carolina, Liv from New York City, Nati from Japan, Noah from Middleton, Connecticut, Johnny from Little Rock, California, Nora from Haverhill, Massachusetts, Rosa from London, England, Jacob from Wheaton, Illinois, Callie from Aurora, Missouri, Tad from Austin, Texas, Astrid from California, Bo and Lael from Loveland, Colorado, Tara from Brisbane, Australia, Elizabeth from Westerville, Ohio, Sophia and Mia from Bristol, New Hampshire, Hudson from St. Paul, Minnesota, Shia from Los Angeles, Raina from Des Moines, Iowa, James from Salt Lake City, Kessler from London, Ontario, Ellie and Liana from Wilson, North Carolina, Simone from Portland, Oregon, Alex from Grangeville, Idaho, Emmy from Bronx, New York, Anya and Oliver from San Diego, California, Lucas from Seattle, Violet from Fairway, Kansas, Jonah from Elverson, Pennsylvania, Jolene and Sheldon from South Bend, Indiana, Mia from Cincinnati, Zeppelin from St. Louis, Mila and Nico from Budapest, Evie from Middleton, Wisconsin, and Kui from Redwood City, California. We'll be back soon with more answers to your questions. Thanks for listening.